This is an excerpt from the famous, very famous Think and Grow Rich book by Napoleon Hill. And for this read, we're going to focus on a particular subject, auto-suggestion and affirmation. And Napoleon Hill's take on affirmation and auto-suggestion. Before I start, I appreciate you guys subscribing, liking, and commenting on the video. It means a lot to me and it helps my channel grow. That being said, let's get into it. Auto-suggestion is a term which applies to all suggestions and all self-administered stimuli which reach one's mind through the five senses. Stated in another way, auto-suggestion is self-suggestion. It is the agency of communication between that part of the mind where conscious thought takes place and that which serves as the seat of action for the subconscious mind. Through the dominating thoughts which one permits to remain in the conscious mind, whether these thoughts be negative or positive, is immaterial. The principle of auto-suggestion voluntarily reaches the subconscious mind and influences it with these thoughts. No thought, whether it be negative or positive, can enter the subconscious mind without the aid of the principle of auto-suggestion. With the exception of thoughts picked up from the ether, stated differently, all sense impressions which are perceived through the five senses are stopped by the conscious thinking mind and may be either passed on to the subconscious mind or rejected at will. The conscious faculty serves therefore as an outer guard to the approach of the subconscious. Nature has so built man that he has absolute control. Let me repeat this. Nature has so built man that he has absolute control over the material which reaches his subconscious mind through his five senses. Although this is not meant to be construed as a statement that man always exercises this control, in the great majority of instances, he does not exercise it, which explains why so many people go through life in poverty. Recall what has been said about the subconscious mind resembling a fertile garden spot in which weeds will grow in abundance. If the seeds of more desirable crops are not sown therein, Auto-suggestion is the agency of control through which an individual may voluntarily feed his subconscious mind on thoughts of a creative nature or, by neglect, permit thoughts of a destructive nature to find their way into this rich garden of the mind. You were instructed in the last of the six steps described in the chapter on desire to read aloud twice daily the written statement of your desire for money and to see and feel yourself already in possession of the money. By following these instructions, you communicate the object of your desire directly to your subconscious mind in a spirit of absolute faith. Through repetition of this procedure, you voluntarily create thought habits which are favorable to your efforts to transmute desire into its monetary equivalent. 
Remember, therefore, when reading aloud the statement of your desire through which you are endeavoring to develop a money consciousness, that the mere reading of the words is of no consequence unless you mix emotion or feeling with your words. If you repeat a million times the famous Emile Coué formula, day by day, in every way, I'm getting better and better, without mixing emotion and faith with your words, you will experience no desirable outcome and result. Your subconscious mind recognizes and acts upon only thoughts which have been well mixed with emotion or feeling. This is a fact of such importance as to warrant repetition in practically every chapter. Because the lack of understanding of this is the main reason the majority of people who try to apply the principle of auto-suggestion get no desirable result. Plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. You will get no appreciable results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind with thoughts or spoken words which have been well emotionalized with belief. Do not become discouraged if you cannot control and direct your emotions the first time you try to do so. Remember, there is no such possibility as something for nothing. Ability to reach and influence your subconscious mind has to be the price, and you must pay that price. You cannot cheat, even if you desire to do so. The price of ability to influence your subconscious mind is everlasting persistence. Let me repeat this. The price of ability to influence your subconscious mind is everlasting persistence in applying the techniques and principles described here. You cannot develop the desired ability for a lower price. You and you alone must decide whether or not the reward for which you are striving is worth the price you must pay for it in effort. Wisdom and cleverness alone will not attract and retain money except in a few very rare instances where the law of averages favors the attraction of money through these sources. The method of attracting money described here does not depend upon the law of averages. Moreover, the method plays no favorites. It will work for one person as effectively as it will for another. Where failure is experienced, it is the individual, not the method, which has failed. If you try and fail, make another effort and still another until you succeed. Your ability to use the principle of auto-suggestion will depend very largely upon your capacity to concentrate upon a given desire until the desire becomes a burning obsession. When you begin to carry out the instructions in connection with the six steps described in the second chapter, it will be necessary for you to make use of the principle of concentration. Let us here offer a suggestion for the effective use of concentration. When you begin to carry out the first of the six steps, which instructs you to fix in your own mind the exact amount of money you desire, hold your thoughts on the amount of money by concentration or fixation of attention with your eyes closed 
until you can actually see the physical appearance of the money. Do this at least once each day. As you grow through these exercises, follow the instructions given in the chapter on faith and see yourself actually in possession of the money. Here is a more significant fact. The subconscious mind takes any orders given it to it in a spirit of absolute faith and acts upon those orders. Although the orders often have to be presented over and over again through repetition before they are interpreted by the subconscious mind, following the preceding statement, consider the possibility of playing a perfectly legitimate trick on your subconscious mind by making it believe because you believe it that you must have the amount of money you are visualizing, that this money is already awaiting your claim that the subconscious mind must hand over to you practical plans for acquiring the money which is yours. Hand over the thoughts suggested in the preceding paragraph to your imagination and see what your imagining can or will do to create practical plans for the accumulation of money through transmutation of your desire. Do not wait for a definite plan through which you intend to exchange services or merchandise in return for the money you are visualizing, but begin at once to see yourself in possession of the money, demanding and expecting meanwhile that your subconscious mind will hand over the plan or plans you need. Be on the alert for these plans, and when they appear, put them into action immediately. When the plans appear, they will probably flash into your mind through the sixth sense, in the form of an inspiration. This inspiration may be considered a direct telegram or message from infinite intelligence. Treat it with respect and act upon it as soon as you receive it. Failure to do this will be fatal to your success. In the fourth of the sixth step, you were instructed to create a definite plan for carrying out your desire and begin at once to put this plan into action. You should follow this instruction in the manner described in the preceding paragraph. Do not trust your reason when creating your plan for accumulating money through the transmutation of desire. Your reason is faulty. Moreover, your reasoning faculty may be lazy and if you depend entirely upon it to serve you, it may disappoint you. When visualizing the money you intend to accumulate, see yourself rendering the service or delivering the merchandise you intend to give in return for this money. This is important. Summary of instructions. The fact that you are reading this book is an indication that you earnestly seek knowledge. It is also indication that you are a student of this subject. If you are only a student, there is a chance that you may learn much that you did not know, but you will learn only by assuming an attitude of humility. If you choose to follow some of the instructions but neglect or refuse to follow others, you will fail. To get satisfactory results, you must allow all instructions in the spirit of faith. The instruction given in the connection with the six steps in the second chapter will now be summarized and blended with the principles covered by this chapter as follows. First, go into some quiet spot, preferably in bed at night where you will not be disturbed or interrupted. Close your eyes and repeat aloud, so you may hear your own words. The written statement of the amount of money you intend to accumulate, 
the time limit for its accumulation, and a description of the service or merchandise you intend to give in return for the money. As you carry out this instruction, see yourself already in possession of the money. For example, suppose you intend to accumulate $50,000 by the 1st of January, five years hence, that you intend to give personal services in return for the money in the capacity of a salesman. Your written statement of your purpose should be similar to the following. By the first day of January 19th, I will have in my possession $50,000 which will come to me in various amounts from time to time during the interim. In return for this money, I will give the most efficient service of which I am capable rendering, the fullest possible quantity and the best possible quality of service in the capacity of salesman of describe the service or merchandise you intend to sell. I believe that I will have this money in my possession. My faith is so strong that I can now see this money before my eyes. I can touch it with my hand. It is now awaiting transfer to me at the time and in the proportion that I deliver the service I intend to render in return for it. I am awaiting a plan by which to accumulate this money and I will follow that plan when it is received. Repeat this program night and morning until you can see, in your imagination, the money you intend to accumulate. Third, place a written copy of your statement where you can see it night and morning and read it just before retiring, and upon arising until it has been memorized. Remember, as you carry out this instruction that you are applying the principle of auto-suggestion for the purpose of giving orders to your subconscious mind. Remember also that your subconscious mind will act only upon instructions which are emotionalized and handed over to it with feeling. Faith is the strongest and most productive of the emotions. Follow the instruction given in the chapter on faith. This instruction may at first seem abstract. Do not let this disturb you. Follow the instructions no matter how abstract or impractical they may at first appear to be. The time will soon come if you do as you have been instructed, in spirit as well as in act, when a whole new universe of power will unfold to you. Skepticism in connection with all new ideas is characteristic of all human beings. But if you allow and follow the instruction outlined, your skepticism will soon be replaced by belief and this in turn will soon become crystallized into absolute faith. Then you will have arrived at the point where you may truly say, I am the master of my faith, I am the captain of my soul. Many philosophers have made the statement that man is the master of his own earthly destiny, but most of them have failed to say why he is the master. The reason that man may be the master of his own earthly status, and especially his financial status, is thoroughly explained in this chapter. Man may become the master of himself and of his environment because he has the power to influence his own subconscious mind and through it gain the cooperation of infinite intelligence. You are now reading the chapter which represents the keystone to the arc of this philosophy. The instruction contained in this chapter must be understood and applied with persistence if you succeed in transmuting desire into money. The actual performance of transmuting desire into money involves the use of auto-suggestion as an agency by which one may reach and influence the subconscious mind. The other principles simply tools with which to apply auto-suggestion. Keep this thought in mind and you will at all times be conscious of the important part of the principle of auto-suggestion is to play in your efforts to accumulate money through the methods described in this book.
carry out this instruction as though you were a small child. Inject into your efforts something of the fate of a child. The author has been most careful to see that no impractical instructions were included because of his sincere desire to be helpful. After you have read the entire book, come back to this chapter and follow in spirit and in action this instruction. Read the entire chapter aloud once every night until you become thoroughly convinced that the principal auto-suggestion is sound, that it will accomplish for you all that has been claimed for it, as you read, underscore with a pencil, every sentence which impresses you favorably. Follow the foregoing instruction to the letter, and it will open the way for a complete understanding and mastery of the principles of success. This is it for the chapter. Hope you like the reading. Napoleon Hill is the most famous of all the Law of Attraction authors. He is one of the pioneers of the auto-suggestion affirmation practice. His method is pretty different from the other authors. Most authors will advocate the use of small, concise phrases that you repeat over and over, whereas Napoleon Hill wants us to write down a full-on statement and not in a present tense, which is what other authors would prescribe. I personally am not the biggest fan of this method. I prefer something short and straightforward and in the present tense. Although it is not my preference, I am sure some of you can see it as beneficial. Everybody's taste is different. You have to find what works best for you. Napoleon does emphasize a lot on two points that are critical. Number one, the need to repeat and read the statement with faith, belief and feeling, or feeling, sorry. Which for a lot of us might seem like a drudgery. Yet, this is not as simple as just reading your statement out loud. There needs to be more. Don't worry guys, Napoleon Hill gives you the right tip to make it happen. Finding the right moment to do those auto-suggestions is critical to your success. Find a quiet time when your mind is at its most quiet. Oftentimes, this is when you wake up and all right before you fall asleep. This is the moment when you can suggest your mind effortlessly when your mind is quiet and still that's when you can get the subconscious mind to absorb those words and get to start the process. During those quiet times you will see how easy it is to get hypnotized by the auto-suggestion because nothing is interfering with them. The second crucial point is perseverance. Do not stop this practice until you have reached the desired outcome. That is very important. A lot of people quit because they don't believe it will work. Of course, at the beginning it might seem weird and odd, it's completely normal. You are trying something new, so give yourself the time and the patience. Good luck.